0: Welcome to the Be Revolutionary Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Perry. This is the podcast where we teach you how to revolutionize your business with inspirational stories and local talent. So today, I have a very special guest, Jasmine Divisius. Did I, guess, I do it? Yeah, that's
1: good. All that's right.
0: good. Yeah. good. Hey, thanks for coming on the show. We know, uh, you know, you, you you're very busy training. You did five hours. What was it yesterday? Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. I do my 45 minutes and I'm in and out of my my gym in my garage. <laughs> but then again, I'm not uh, a professional anything by any means. So thanks for joining us. I really appreciate it. So what, I was ch- looking up your stats. Seven in one career. Yep. And I want to know at yeah. the USC level. That's right. right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, walk me through, how did you get started in fighting?
1: Uh, so with my He's now my my coach and boyfriend, but yep. or originally he was just my boyfriend at the <laughs> time. Um, but he was coaching, and um, he went to uh, Prince Edward Island to help like former UFC fighter Jason Sago prepare yep. for a camp. And uh, we were hanging out, so then he was like, "Hey, you want to come to PI?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude, I love lobster. You know, yeah, well <laughs> like, nice. let's go." So uh, we went down there, and obviously you know, I, I had no idea of anything about martial arts, any any of it. Of it. And um, so we went down there and it's like we're in the gym yeah. morning, go home, take a nap, have a bite to eat and then back in the gym. So that's kind of where I learned how how training was as a martial artist. And I was like watching, I'm like, very interested yeah. but i was like oh this is this is neat this is neat but it was like sparring i watched sparring one night and i was like oh this is sick like this looks so cool so after uh, during practice i'm like yo let me spar! let me let, <laughs> let me go in let me fight and then like they're they're like no you're not going from absolutely nothing to sparring right and then um so after practice, then Jason did some like moving around with me, and I'm like trying my hardest, trying to punch and yeah. kick him. No technique at all, just right. all balls, no brains. <laughs> kind of shit. Yeah. And uh, then afterwards, he's like, You know, you have like a little bit of natural ability. You start training, you could potentially make a run at this. So that's kind of like how a little bit yeah. it it got started, and then it was like. Just Chris kind of showing me the ropes, bringing me into the Brock room, bringing me on the trips to, like, the Brock wrestling always does, right, uh, like, trips to, um to like, Mexico and Cuba and stuff like that. Yep. And uh, so I was, like, fortunate to jump on all of those. And then it wow. kind of just, like, snowballed.
0: So, like, this is, like, relatively, like, recently then? Like, how yeah. long ago are we talking?
1: It was, I was 26, so it would be, like, Six or seven years ago. Wow. I'm like 33 now. I'm that's pretty mask.
0: impressive from, you know, six or seven years to where you kind of are now.
1: Yeah, I dove in head first. I, <laughs> that's I, crazy. Yeah, I really... So I, did
0: you join... Were you on the Brock wrestling team? No, no. I, did, I you, never you did just, anything
1: you, before. I played soccer recreationally. Okay, so then how I'm, did
0: you hook up with Brock then?
1: It's through Chris. Oh, okay. Through, yeah, through and Chris. And then that's he, how you know... Evan Jesse and Jesse McDonald. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because Chris is a coach there with Marty, and yeah. uh, so normally, like you know, you're very new to wrestling, yeah. no experience at all. You're not allowed to just come in the Brock room, but you know, had the insider. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing.
0: And so, I mean, where did it? C- where's kind of because in terms of like styles of fighting, like um, it's, it's nothing that I can just pick up by watching. So, what is like? What's kind of your style?
1: Um. I would say I'm pretty well-rounded just because I started everything all at once. However, um, my wrestling is very strong because of obviously having having Chris, as well as being exposed to the high-level girls in the Brock room. There's, you know, world medalists, Olympians, all of that. So it's like... You know, you sink or swim in that room. So I, I had to get good. Mm-hmm. Um, so in comparison to MMA fighters, I feel like my 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 wrestling shows very well. Really?
0: Yeah. And so, can I just uh, Jesse and Evan are here. So have you ever wrestled Jesse? Yes, I
1: have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She used to like smash me all over the (laughs) room. Luckily, I haven't been in the room for a while. We haven't wrestled in a in a while. But yeah, yeah, it was it's uh, it's so awesome wrestling with her. Obviously, she's you know amazing, and uh, so I'm so I was so fortunate to be like on my way up and being able to get smashed by her. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Honestly, I think we I think <laughs> I'm I think everybody's fortunate to be able to work with those two. I tell you because, you know, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have this type of space, you know. I've learned so much from them on so many different levels and um well, who is it? I think Jesse. If somebody from our team was like Wow, Jesse's insane because I think she just posted a photo of what she was uh, eight months pregnant or something.
1: she's got and abs she still, like it's insane. Yeah, no, so she is okay. an animal. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. So okay, so you get introduced, you go to PEI. From that standpoint, where was the first official fight or like the first experience? Uh, maybe finding something you didn't know or for for sport.
1: Uh so after uh after that then what happened was i think the next kind of big pivotal thing was going and actually seeing the ufc event so the one that jason was fighting on chris was cornering him and then um, I just went as like a right. fan and then one of my girlfriends was there with me and, you know, we're, we're enjoying the night. I'm like looking around and like seeing the lights, watching yeah, the people walk yeah. out. And I was like, this is awesome. Like, I can't believe this it's unbelievable. I turned to my friend I'm like, you know, I think I'm going to make a run at this. And we, <laughs> we're having a couple pops at the time <laughs> and she's like, she's like, Oh, you know, you get in the UFC, I'll get your face tattooed on my ass. And so <laughs>
0: yeah. holy shit.
1: Yeah. So uh so now like she's accepted that she's gotta she's get she's gotta my, get the tattoo. She's gotta get the tattoo or the UFC's like sending a crew down to have it all documented. Really? And everything. Oh my god, yeah. that is
0: amazing. Yeah. So. I love that.
1: So now we're just like discussing, you know, how big it's going to be, if it's going to be a realistic one, if it's going to be like a cartoon character, what what we're going (laughs) to do. (laughs) That's hilarious.
0: So, so then obviously like your team has a bunch of uh, UFC experience already then.
1: Uh, I'm the first one from my team into the UFC, but it's like my coach, he's cornered. Multiple right. fighters in the UFC, like Mitch Gagnon, when he was still competing, then he was coming down and like stayed at our house and nice. and all that. Um, but I'm the first one, like, fro- kind of like gro- groomed for f- uh, through the right. Magga Top Team, yeah.
0: Okay, and then um, so uh, on the show, we kind of like to talk about. Um, it, it's really cool that we're having you know somebody in the sports and entertainment industry here because. It really takes a lot. I mean, yeah, you've done it in six, seven years, but like we like to talk about how people grow their business, and essentially, this is exactly what it is: it's a business. So, what is? Do you have any like routines? Walk me through your your workouts, maybe your daily routine, maybe your diet. Yeah, just something that helps us get a better idea of just how hard it is.
1: Yeah, no, I got a lot of (laughs) routines. It's it's funny because it's everyone looks at like a pro athlete, like oh, that looks like such a sick life. No, yeah. it really isn't. It's like I wake up in the morning, my body's sore. <laughs> I don't feel like going to training. I probably didn't sleep enough the night before. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm exhausted. Just trying to get some coffee in me so I can open my eyes. And, uh, you know, you go into practice, a, a good warm-up, and then you're, you're into the swing of things. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I'm in practice for, in the morning, uh, usually like three hours in the morning, um sometimes more if i do a session before our pro yeah. session or whatever but um it kind of kind of changes a little bit but then i go home i try to get some life stuff done if for a couple yeah. hours you know i got like taxes and stuff like <laughs> i always let slide but <laughs> you know yeah, that's yeah. all part of it <laughs> try to get that done get some lunch in me obviously eating healthy so can't just like pick up mcdonald's or pick you know pick up some food it's like i have to be like cooking you know meal prep helps and all that but um yeah make some lunch try to rest for 20 minutes if i can get a lay down i'll I'll try to do that and then uh back in the gym for the evening session when I can, I, I'll help with the kids' classes because I love, I love helping with them. Like, it's yeah. just seeing them, the kids, like, grow and just, I don't know. It's, it's so, they're so cute. You know, <laughs> yeah. I love Let's it. You don't have any kids, do you? It, sorry?
0: You don't have any kids?
1: Well, Chris has a daughter, yeah. so pretty much I have a kid. Yeah? Yeah.
0: I was just going to say, because I've got three kids under five, and
1: yeah, they're
0: they're cute, but <laughs> they're not they're something alive. that uh, you know. If I was training to become a professional <laughs> fighter, that I'd uh, want to be you know spending too much time with. They're crazy. Other than uh, them punching me in the face, yeah. I guess that helps train, and then your uh, fingers get under your eyelids. But um, so the the diet, you know, what is important for a fighter? Because you know, it's it varies different between you know. if Hockey player, there's different types of foods that you want to eat because mm-hmm. of you're you're more, uh, you know, you're pushing off fast and stuff like that. Where for somebody like you, you need to be able to last potentially five, ten, fifteen, twenty minutes in in a, in a fight, right? Yeah. So, so what's uh, the go-to diet?
1: My diet, I mean, pretty much any uh, like the way I see it, anything that grows is good. You know, if yep. you know, animal, I I yep. eat meat. I'm not against eating meat or anything like that. Uh, vegetables and then um for like carbs uh, of course i eat bread and pasta yeah. and everything but i prefer potato for or rice or i like better i just think my body runs better on that kind of i think yeah. everyone's kind of individual but um i eat a ton of fish and and seafood but i'm pretty i'm pretty balanced yeah with with my with uh you know fat carbs and protein I'm pretty, I'm pretty balanced with. it. I think honestly, I think beans are a very good source. Of I, course. I always feel a lot of energy <laughs> of, of good, good beans. Beans are good legumes, I guess. That yeah, is. yeah. But um, yeah, I, I think keeping a pretty basic diet, you know, mm. making sure you're getting protein, fat, carbs. Yeah.
0: yeah. Is there any like some any type of measurements that you need to stick to?
1: If I'm cutting weight, then yeah i'll i'll track more um in the in the past then i've tracked my calories a lot more than i do now and i i feel like now i still like mentally track them before i would actually track them and then i have like developed that skill so now i'm able to just kind of mentally do it um so i'm very yeah in camp when i have to diet down because i don't walk around at 125 pounds but i fight right. at 125 right. pounds so i have to diet down a little bit and then fight week i'll manipulate my um my carb intake my salt intake and my water yeah so i kind of like you know a little bit of science behind that but uh it yeah i'll drop that the weight <laughs> weigh in and then i'm rehydrating right. and fueling back up for for fight fight night
0: because I've always wondered, I see like, you know, behind the scenes, or you see um, like documentaries about fighters and stuff, and they say that like the most difficult part it's is that, yeah, that week. So yeah. how do you prepare for something like that?
1: Um, you know, it's it's all in the preparation, I think. If you, if you kind of try to figure it out on fight week, that's when you're going to get in trouble. Right. I, you know, I, I know going into fight week, I want to be at a certain weight. I want to... Like, you know, have my my meals planned. I uh, It's all it's all in the all in the preparation yeah. to make that week go as smooth as possible, because not only are you dealing with everything physically, but like yeah. mentally, you know, I'm going a into a, going a fight, yeah. especially like my UFC debut. You're you're going into it. So, you know, everything that I can kind of do prior yeah. just makes fight week so much, so much easier personally that's uh, that's what works for me i mean i'm sure everyone's different yep. they yep. can go on a, on a whim but i i find that uh, for me pla- planning everything and yeah and knowing what i'm what i'm going to be doing right yeah. well
0: if you fail to plan you plan to fail that's right, right. that's what they say i've probably said that on every single <laughs> podcast in the world so so how is here's one question that i have and maybe you have kind of already answered it but so if you're, if you're putting in all that work and you don't necessarily have, uh, cause I've seen like, you know, like I said, some documentary, some fighters aren't even like drinking water and all that other stuff. They're just trying to cut, cut, cut. How, I've always wondered, like, how do you go from, I wouldn't say like you're completely dehydrated or whatever, but, and then go into this, you, you've got to have so much energy in the, in the, in the, in the octagon.
1: So what have you get that like back
0: in that twenty four hours?
1: Yeah, it's it's funny because you know, you suck everything out of your body, you get on that scale, yeah. as soon as you step off that scale, you're you're drinking all your recovery yeah. drinks and then put putting in back in the food slowly. And then it's usually more than twenty four hours before fight night. From when you weigh in to, to actual fight night, it's it's about twenty four hours, maybe a little maybe bit a little more. more. So you're, al- you're already getting in a, a bunch <laughs> of meals. Uh, yeah. And, you know, it, it, it's funny because you, you re- refuel a lot quicker than you yeah. uh, can suck it off.
0: Interesting. Well, I guess yeah. they obviously would have to have some sort of, or else they'd just have two tired fighters <laughs> going yeah. at each other, right? <laughs> so <laughs> how do you prepare, like, so what's the big difference, in if any, if any, was there a difference between, you know, preparing for your UFC debut as opposed to the previous fights that you've been in,
1: no, um, not not very much different. You know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yep, and love it. Um, I uh, I think that we were doing everything right for all of the other camps, and and of course you, you know l- you learn little things, uh, little tips and tricks kind of thing. But overall, it's kind of the same process, and uh, you know y- it's and that's kind of what's in the comfort of it it's like oh i've been there you know i know i'm gonna feel like shit this practice whatever yeah. no big deal and then you end up having a good practice because you've like let go that you're yes. gonna feel like shit so and then so
0: so your your prep is the same you know y- you're going in there what about the mentality work i mean in the, from a mindset standpoint kind of the same thing you're just treating it at like any other fight
1: yeah, pretty I much. Mean, of course, <laughs> there is more You know there's nerves. millions
0: of people watching
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, of course, there there is nerves. Um, but what I've found is that I've just kind of accepted that fight week or yeah. camp is going to be a roller coaster. So I'm not getting too high on the highs. I'm not getting too low on the lows. I know everyone says that, but it's like just rolling with it just yeah. it, it, some before i used to almost like try to fight against it like oh you know i'm i'm sad right now i gotta i yeah. gotta bring myself up now i'm just like okay whatever I'm, I'm sad i feel beat up let's just get through it yeah. let's just get instead of trying to go from negative five to positive five i'm just trying to get to zero right you know keep it and neutral <laughs> yeah There's and uh, so i i found that helps me like not trying so hard just like okay whatever bad practice Like
0: right <laughs> and then what about you know walking through the doors
1: so i the the most nerve-wracking part i think of of everything is standing there just before you're gonna walk out yeah feels like it's you can fl- hear
0: everybody and
1: and you can you can hear everything and you can see all always like through the crack, like of, crack the of the curtain, curtain. <laughs> yeah. it's like close that curtain man I wish <laughs> I can't see it <laughs> like yeah. but, but uh yeah it's uh when you're when you're standing there it's probably you're probably only there for two minutes three yeah. minutes but it feels like it's half an 20 hour 20 minutes yeah. and it's like you just kind of keep like bouncing around because you want to stay warm but then you're getting in your head like oh am I too am I getting too warm and yeah, everything like, like should I just t- myself should out? I chill like yeah. it, you know and and i um i feel like that's like the most nerve-wracking part and it's just like let's go let's go let's go kind of thing and then it's like you go through the curtains you see the crowd and it's like it's hype as hell i i love fighting with the crowd so much more than no crowd right you know you 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 feel all the energy everyone's like woo and like i'm like so for the debut i'm walking out and i'm like high five let's go i'm getting all hype and then i like realize again oh shit i'm about to go fight like i gotta take this shit (laughs) serious i'm getting i'm like loving this this shit too much and then so i'm like and then you know go and do that they check check tape up your face or uh grease up your face check everything and then it's like once you walk in the cage then it it's all I'm thinking is, like, ring that bell, ring that bell, let's yeah. go, ring that bell. Like, I don't, it, I'm not even listening to, like, Bruce Buffer. I'm, like, just going through the, the motions when he's saying my name and everything. I'm, uh, I know I got to, uh, the camera's on, so I got to yeah. do a little bit of stuff. But all I'm thinking is, like, ring that, ring that motherfucking Yeah, video, <laughs> know, <like> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Just that's <laughs> such a
0: crazy experience. Too. It, it's, 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 I used to be in the music industry, too and like we would the most we played for was like 5000 people and which was a lot and yeah. you're like you're just you're coming out on stage and it's the same thing because you're opening for this big band and you know you're behind the curtain you're ready to walk out and you're like oh my god this is so nerve wracking, yeah. And I was like the lead singer too, so like everybody's like watching you and just waiting for you to, uh, I don't know, throw up on stage or <laughs> something. This nervous little skinny white kid. Yeah. Uh, so I I can understand. So uh, do you? I mean, like again, I keep bringing back to hockey because it's kind of what I know. But do you do you watch uh, the fighter that you're going to be going up against? Do you study the moves? Do you study what they're good at? Or
1: um, <laughs> so it's like I'll get a matchup and then i'll watch them you know i'll watch their most recent fight maybe i'll watch their two fight i'll i'll watch a little bit enough to enough that i get enough information but at the same time i kind of i it's not i don't really care about them yeah you know it's like i'm in there to work my stuff to do the things that that i've trained i don't want to be thinking about them when i'm in the fight so it's like why am i going to all this kind of mental energy into that um i mean there's I- everyone thinks of it different some people really like to study their opponent but yeah. for me personally it's like whatever you know i feel yeah. like i feel like my i have amazing training partners and they will have given me the looks in camp that this girl is gonna do yeah so th- like why even you know, give, give, what if she doesn't do it? Then yeah. I just spent all this time thinking, worrying about, about it, it. trying well, to calculate something. Yeah. I so understand. I personally don't, I'll watch it, I'll watch enough to know, like, oh, okay, she's got a nasty blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. But other than that, no, I don't do it. I I leave it up to my coach. I trust, I trust yeah. my coaches 100%. So they're the ones that watch her and get the, you know, reads off things that, that they, they think. And then they'll coach me in camp, right? To, to kind of, be aware of it without even noticing. I'm aware of it. Right,
0: mm-hmm. the coach is like yelling stuff at you, like in the middle of the fight. Is that not distracting?
1: <laughs> like I keep <laughs> on hearing it. Like, Get up! Get up! Get
0: up! So you never know what's what, like. I'm like, is that actual like you know directions to the fighter, or the do the fighter just say, you know. No, no, i
1: <laughs> There is sometimes where uh, you'll be in a situation, and your coach will be calling for something, yeah. but they, it's like maybe they don't see the angle, or they can't see that your arms trapped, or something yeah. like that. But no, the the coaches in the corner, I, I I trust my coaches right. more seeing things then i'll trust myself in in the f- especially in right, practice so. that's a, when you like kind of like build the the dialogue with the with the coaches right. they'll be yelling stuff out during practice and during practice 100 percent of the time i always listen to them right because 99 percent of the time it works right <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean um but of course there is there is a little bit of feel to to everything and um so in a fight i'm gonna trust me but 99% of the time, I, I listen to my coaches because they they know better than me. That's right. why they're my coach. That's why I trust them with everything, and I think that's uh, why I'm successful because I know that I don't have all the answers. That's a really
0: good answer to that question because in, in real estate, in any business, we have a coach as well, and it's amazing because we spend thousands of dollars on these coaches, but and then everybody asks, asks me on my team, they're like, well, what's the, what's the value of that? Why do you go in every week and you talk to your coach and you're scared and you don't want to get – because you know your coach is going to be like, okay, where are the numbers? What are you doing? What did you do to improve that? Yeah. I'm like, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I, I screwed up this week. I'm sorry. But you're like, why do you run this business, but you're, you're hiring and spending a lot of money on somebody to tell you what to do? It's like kind of like you start your own business to not – have someone told, tell you what right? to do, yeah. Exactly. So I, 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 true, but I feel the exact same way as you. It's all about trusting your coach, and, and the, the fact that they get a bird's-eye view of what's really going on, it's the same thing in our business as well.
1: Exactly. They, they've they put in the work. They've made the mistakes so that I don't have to make the mistakes. Yeah, It's like they can tell me beforehand, you know. Do do this? Oh, why? Just trust me. Do it, and and then I do it, and then it'll be like a year later. I'll be like, like, oh, oh." so that's why, (laughs) you know? Yeah. So it's like now I just just trust them. Yeah, (laughs) and
0: uh, Marianne, if you're watching, (laughs) I I understand why you beat me up. Okay. (laughs) Um, So obviously, you know, moving from uh, you know an amateur fighting league up into you know pro, and then into the UFC. Obviously, there's a big difference in what's expected. So is there anything maybe like to do with the contracts that were a little surprised to you? Or is there something that, you know, they, they expected that, you know, maybe it you didn't?
1: Yeah, so <laughs> going from the regional scene to the UFC, it's crazy the difference. Yeah. It's wild. Wa- it's, it's wild. It's like night and day difference. Um, so that's why that contender series fight that I had, it was, that was really you would think your ufc debut is like the most important fight of your life but really that contender series fight was the the most important fight of my life right because what i win that and i get a contract i'm in the ufc i lose that or i don't get a or i win and don't get a contract then i'm back on the regional scene right on the regional scene you're not making good money you don't really have availability for sponsors right. you're like kind you, you get a lot of kind of like pressure from family and friends and stuff like what are you doing you're fighting like c- yeah, come on kind yeah, of yeah. Th- you know yeah. it's like girl up get it's a job there. that's going to have a a pension or what you yeah. know that kind of old school thinking and all Absolutely. that shit but then in the ufc it's like you you have uh, a contract with the ufc so you have i on my contract i have a four fight um deal that's so what i was gonna ask
0: so you got multiple fights
1: yeah so i right. have a four four fight contract deal and then your your pay gets um increased every fight so you get paid a show money and a win money so right. we'll say your show money is one hundred dollars and then if you win the fight, then you get an additional one hundred dollars. Yep. Whereas you, you both show up and you'll you'll both get your show money, but then the person that loses, that's all, that's they, all get. they get. So it and it's doubled. So it's quite a bit different. Like right. you know, go getting twenty thousand dollars compared to forty thousand dollars. Right. That's a huge difference. Absolutely. So it's um it's it's very it's uh it's different like it you know, the you wanna you obviously wanna win because you're getting of double course, yeah, double absolutely. the money in addition to sponsorship, all that. So it it's like you you don't make that much money from the actual fight until right. you're fighting for a title or something right. like that. Yeah. You're not really making you. You're making your money off sponsorship. And or so
0: that's what I was going to ask. Is there, th- have the doors open for you in terms of sponsorships? yet?
1: Or? Yeah. So you know that it's crazy as it is that little blue check mark on Instagram. Yeah. That it makes helps. a huge difference. Yeah. I know I've been <laughs> working on mine forever. <laughs> No, <laughs> so it's like it's not so that's a thing but uh, I, yeah, but yeah you you live off off sponsors So that's honestly why I'm the most thankful for my sponsors that were there for me when I wasn't in the USA You know right. now everyone's like kind of trying to get on the hype train But absolutely I've had this one sponsor that he's he wanted to remain like anonymous and everything he never had he put his logo on any of my outfits yep. or anything like that he just wanted to help out and um that's like you know literally my my best yep. sponsor because he was there when i wasn't making any money at all and so i wouldn't i really wouldn't have been able to do it without yeah. without him and without the sponsors for like in fight camp you know you you're you're gotta eat the best food you gotta eat fish. It's like you know, on a a regular a regular salary, I can't afford to eat fish three times a week. Uh, You know what I mean? But in fight camp, I wanna keep my body healthy. Of course. I gotta buy salmon three times a week. (laughs) Breaking the bank with that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so um so now it's it's easier to now that I have like the UFC behind behind my name, then now it's now it's a lot easier to get sponsorships and um, to to be able to work on that, the,
0: there's more value to somebody's investment. Exactly, yeah, yeah. they're but not going to uh,
1: value like put their money into somebody that's fighting uh, in a show like you know in yeah. Niagara Falls <laughs> yeah. or something. You know, like yeah, it's it's not the same risk versus reward. It doesn't make sense. So. I agree, but yeah. you know,
0: coming from your anonymous sponsor, I mean, I do the same thing. I, s- I mean, I'm not anonymous, but I don't ask for my logo on anything. But I sponsor two junior A players. Yeah, Uh, for, for hockey. And it's like one guy literally spent all his summer working his butt off. And, you know, there's an instance, you know, he just, he couldn't, even though he was working, he couldn't make enough amount of money to play because now in hockey is a pay to play. Right. And it's kind of all the investment that it takes to, for you to even get to the UFC, you can essentially call that pay to play too, in a way. Right. Exactly. So it's, it's, it really helps when you have somebody like that behind you. So then, I didn't know that you had four fights. So that's really cool. So four what happens contact. if you lose? Still, still you, get those you, four fights. You
1: still get the four fights. It's okay. just your matchup will be different. Right. Yeah. Right. So
0: if so, since you've won, and I guess anything could change, but does that put you in a better position, obviously, to potentially get on a better card or time slot or?
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you show well, then, you know, the, the UFC, it's a, it's a business. So right. you show well, they put you on more hype cards. You you um, gr- like grow through the rankings f- quicker. You I, I go out there, I get a crazy knockout. I could jump all the way up and like yeah. face a girl, whereas I get a kind of split decision. I'm not going I'm not jumping up the right. ranking. I'm just going, yeah. you know, a little bit up. So
0: And so what about um so I guess how like important is the off what I'm tr- what am I trying to say here? Like I'm usually trying to say off ice, but like on social media or like, you know, PR, like how important is that? I'm sure they probably I don't know if they expect you to do some or like is that completely on the fighters to make their own decisions if they want to pump up their social media or
1: a li- little bit of a little bit of a yeah. so um during fight week there's tons of media and there's media obligations right. and all and, and all that um out and during fight camp you'll have a bit of that kind of stuff but when you're out of camp it's kind of more on you and yeah. So that's one thing that I do have to be better at is is social media because I'm the, I'm not the best at it, but um, it's it's important to kind of like keep your name in people's mouths, right? Because then it's like you know you'll, you'll get better fights, you'll get uh, there's there's more opportunity. So it's important to to be active on social media yeah. and to like kind of portray yourself, show your personality, so so people can develop a relationship with you even though it's it's only over social media but it's still you know there's a there's an emotion attached to it
0: i agree and it's, it's honestly again same thing in real estate where i've only been in the business five years but and I started with like a thousand followers, now I got like thirty-five or thirty-three or something. Um, and what does that mean? It means that when I have other agents who are looking to send clients out to Niagara, they look me up on social media and be like, "Okay, this guy's really good. He sells some houses for sure. He's got good content. I want to send my business to him." So I'd imagine yeah. it'd be the same thing, right?
1: Exactly. And if I'm if I want to get good sponsors, yeah, then I have to obviously do well on social media because, you know, too. they're, it's, that's important, that's, they're advertising through me, so. Exactly,
0: it, they, yeah. don't wanna, they don't want to, they don't want to have uh, posts with one of their products or logos or something with you, and you like, they get like 10 likes or something. They're yeah, like, oh,
1: exactly, well. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, so that's really cool, I mean, do you have any plans, like, What's next? I mean, obviously, you're, you're, you're going to keep training for your four fights, but, I mean, do you have anything coming up or anything that, like, you're excited about? An event?
1: Nothing's booked yet. Um, <laughs> we're just kind of waiting waiting it out, and, uh, you know, there's, there's always opportunities for, for short notice. Yeah. Um, so nothing's booked yet. We'll probably end up doing, like, a full camp. I'll probably fight maybe, like, April or May or something like that. Um, are, you, are you
0: allowed to fight in between?
1: Like, it. like it,
0: So if you have a UFC contract and they haven't given you a date yet or anything, but can you still set up um like, like what do you call like a regional <laughs> fight or something
1: no no, no i have to f- i have to have fight to for the ufc yeah right. it's like no, that makes sense yeah it's like you know they don't want me going into a fight break my arm and then i can't yeah f- complete oh the contract <laughs> right right <laughs> yeah. uh, like
0: like somebody from the ufc that <laughs> <their leg. laughs> anyways um so what's how do you i, I want to get uh, lucas on and how do you guys know each other
1: Man, Lucas Boddy, ten ten and oh, ten knockouts. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely, man. (laughs) man. No, I'm uh, I'm working with him, and uh, it's so funny because we'll he'll come with me. Um, to like another gym right, to do sparring or something yeah. like that and then the coach will be like oh like hello coach he's like well i'm, I'm not really a coach I'm, I'm a fighter i'm just only her coach that yeah, like yeah, he, yeah. he only will work with with yeah. me which is so sick for me be- because he knows my game so well yeah. and he and there's so much invested interest for him right and honestly it, i love working with him so much he, he's just, like, obviously a wealth of knowledge and, like, eager to work with me. Yeah. And uh, I, I, it's the, the feeling is mutual, yeah. obviously. I, I, every, every time that we work together, I feel like I get so much out of it. And um, he's just, a, like, a good person, you yeah. know? He ended up coming to Anaheim. For fight week for me. Yeah, I me. think I saw some behind the scenes Instagram yeah. stories. Yeah, it was it was awesome. We got him into like the or er, like we. So sometimes the UFC will block off the hotel, and so only fighters are there. But yeah. luckily, uh, regular people can book in the hotel. So yeah. during the whole fight week, I was able to do pads with him and nice. like work with him, and uh, so it really. It made my fight week a, a lot better that yeah. he w- he was able to come there and uh, and then during like fight night he, he I could literally like see him from the cage and I could hear him and yeah. it was it was amazing I I'm so fortunate to have him working with me yeah well
0: you know it's funny because like when I when I told you off camera when I when I first met him at LA Fitness it's not like w- we'd hang out but every time I see him it was like it was the same like he was always a nice guy asking me how I was doing um and you know we've always kept in contact over the years it's not like many people like keeping contract that i sell a gym membership to you know for 10 years later but it's really cool so i mean like he's he's a boxer right so is that kind of what you're trying maybe not trying to learn but you're trying to be multifaceted, right right? and sharpen it up yeah um it's because i i guess everybody's different but i mean like the ufc in your experience i mean it's i'm pretty sure it's like a, again pretty uh, lots of variety but are people trying to take boxing a little bit more now in in mma is i don't know like i really um, don't
1: th- i think you know e- each fighter is kind of individual some people will will be a lot stronger in boxing some people yeah. will, will not be as strong and it's kind of where you where you decide on where your focus is gonna gonna be um for me personally i i feel like we we really who whoever's the best in that particular field we i try to work with them because i can i can mix it mix it on my own um so being able to have the opportunity to work with Lucas or, or for example, when I was wrestling with Brock, it's like right. to work with these high level athletes that know their They're particular dis- dis- yeah. discipline inside and out. It's like, you know, if 10 percent of that can rub off on me, whew, you know, that's that's huge. So uh, so I think, you know, it's important to to mix it, but yeah. it's also important to train the individual um sports as well i agree and i think kind of where i was going is like
0: you know just i don't know if there's any particular rules in the ufc that you know they for boxing i don't know some people say that stand-up fighting is a little more entertaining like i don't know
1: i yeah i mean i i think the the There's no,
0: there's no like behind the thing like you know WWE saying like hey, gotta (laughs) you gotta get at least five cracks in or something like that. No,
1: right? No, (laughs) there's no no behind the scenes stuff like that. Um, However, you know you get a crazy. The the fans like watching boxing usually more striking yeah usually more um i feel like khabib kind of changed that a little bit because he was so dominant in the makachev he's like you know kind of like showing showing off what grappling can be it's not so boring just hold them down anymore it's it is evolving um but yeah, it's like you see a crazy knockout. Of the person's getting hit and like <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. one of those. Yeah, 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 like that's hype as hell. Yeah. So there is obviously that, but um, but yeah, and it seems like where you fight, there it's like the the judges and the fans and mm. everything. They they appreciate different things, kind of the different areas that you are too. Yeah.
0: Well, that's cool. So what about? Was there anything special that you did after the fight? No, there's no, no there's really. no like 100 crispy <laughs> 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 No, like 100 crispy cream donuts like <sighs> nothing.
1: Oh, no, I definitely eat I I call it a li- <laughs> The, uh, degenerate week yeah so yeah it's like i eat like shit and yeah. i'm drinking like you know I'll get up throw some baileys in my coffee have a, <laughs> <laughs> have, a, have a couple drinks yeah but 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 that being said i still go i'm going to practice i mean maybe i'm a little half in the bag yeah but i'm still at practice right I, you know i i don't skimp out on that maybe i'm a little bit more relax yeah. during practice cut or it after
0: four and a half hours That's <laughs>
1: yeah that kind of <laughs> stuff <laughs> but um but yeah i definitely enjoy myself out there you eat the treats and uh, yeah. ev- everything yeah. i couldn't eat during camp i i definitely do but you get sick of it pretty quick and then it's yeah. right back back to normal back to the mundane boring life <laughs> yeah no i i mean uh, i
0: because I, I know like i since august or so i went from like 2300 calories and 170 grams of protein to now 1800 calories and 203 grams of protein and you know I've been eating very well and you know at the end of the day if I have some leftover protein I'll, or leftover calories I'll have like some Maltesers or something but I find like if I do one of those cheat days it's like and I have carbs or chips or something it's like my st- killing me yeah it's, it's so like you you hard.
1: know you your body knows what it feels like to feel good yeah, like, I don't it's like, feel like you bad can anymore. feel the inflammation yeah. you're all like tight and like swollen and stuff. yeah
0: Not but that. i mean i guess if you if you have a couple <laughs> hot dogs or pizza after a few beers and you really don't notice it that yeah, much exactly. until the morning yeah but gotta drink through it
1: yeah <laughs> so
0: Jad, thank you very much for coming on the show i really appreciate it it's so cool to have somebody local He's yeah, just absolutely uh, killing it. Thank so you. is there anything maybe that you want to end off with? Uh, you know, anything to any of the future fighters out there or what you're up to next? Or this, uh, anything? Where to find you?
1: Yeah, come over to Niagara Top Team. We got the best gym in the world, best coaches, best training partners. Yeah. And uh, follow me on social media, Jasmine Divisius. And, uh, yeah, thanks so much for having me. This was sick.
0: All right. Thank you yeah. so much. See you later, guys, and thanks for tuning in.